I think one reason why I'm going to include this person if I ever get a chance to be hired by the National Park Service to create a women's version of Mount Rushmore, this is the first face I'm going to put on it, and that is Sacagawea. She might be my favorite female figure from American history. I want to tell you why she's so important and why I think she should be on the women's version of Mount Rushmore, provided I get a chance to work on that. I'll probably never get asked. But if it comes up and they say, hey, what does Steve Childers think? You can help them out. So Sacagawea, she's number one. I don't have three more just yet. Maybe we'll make a little series about that too. We probably will now because I'm looking for content. So Sacagawea, let's talk about her. What makes her so important? Well, we know that she was on the Lewis and Clark expedition. Yeah, we know all that. But what did she really do? Um, we know her as someone who was that famous guide who's out in front of the expedition, leading it, um, showing them around. A lot of people think that's who she is. There's that famous painting of her kind of, um, I guess it's I, the landscape picture. And there's Lewis and Clark behind her, and she's pointing in the direction of like, hey, go over there. She's way more than that. True, she is a guide, and she is from that area. She knows it well. She's a Shoshone Indian. She's born in the Idaho, Montana area. Um, she is born in the 1780s. She'll only live to be 25 years old. Uh, but she actually joins because her husband, Charbonneau, is interviewed by Lewis and Clark to join the Corps of Discovery. Um, she comes along because she's pregnant with their first child at the time. So Charbonneau's coming and he's bringing his wife. Um, that's kind of oversimplifying what happened, but she's coming along with him. Now, I do want to say this. She's also an important symbol of peace. When Thomas Jefferson commissions this expedition, there's been a recent discovery of things like dinosaur bones. They have no idea what's in the West. They also don't know how to treat the Indians. They don't know what kind of plant life is out there. That makes her even more important because when you have a woman who is either pregnant or carrying her child with her and you go into an enemy territory or a, you know, a native territory that you know, you're not familiar with and she's leading the expedition, you're probably not going to get attacked. So not only is she the person who's that famous, really good guide for the expedition, she's also a symbol of peace as she goes through different places. They recognize her as also being a native. She speaks the language. That's number three reason why. She speaks so many different languages. She does English, French, different native tongues. She can communicate very effectively and if you know anything about Indian culture and Indian traditions and whatnot, if you can establish that diplomatic um, relationship, whoever you're establishing it with, you can count on them as an ally for any reason. So she's creating diplomatic um, relationships. Now, we know, fast forward a few years later, the natives in our country don't get treated very well. That goes without saying. Um, but at the time when she's doing and leading the Corps of Discovery with Lewis and Clark, it's very important because I used to have this question on my history test when it came to this period. And the question was, what did Thomas Jefferson, if he's having a discussion with Lewis and Clark, what is their mission? 
And the answer was always something like, hey, go find me some science stuff because Jefferson was, Jefferson was a science nerd. He wanted to know about plant life, all that kind of stuff. The knowledge that they bring back to the East, to President Jefferson, is not ever going to be able to be even shared because if, if they're going into an enemy territory and they're looking like they're hostile invaders because they are walking around with weapons, they're going to get killed because they're outnumbered every single place they go nearly. So it's important to have her because she's going to allow that peaceful entry into a territory and be able to communicate with the language and the customs and all that good stuff to be able to share and bring back things. It was a successful mission in and of itself for that reason. She made it successful. She was able to um, guide them safely throughout the entire journey. Uh, one more thing I want to bring up that no one really talks about when it comes to her to it, and maybe I'm stretching this, but I want to bring it up. Um, she's the first woman to vote in American history, not U.S. history, but American history. The Corps of Discovery decided everything democratically. Uh, I think there were 33 people on this Corps of Discovery that went out for two years doing um, the expedition. So... She is a full-on, full-fledged member of the Corps. Her vote counts. She is an important guide, like we said. She is translating. She's a symbol of peace. She helps with trade and all that kind of stuff as they go through. And um, even as they go further into the expedition, she becomes an important member. Um, there's lots of books written about her. But I just want to point out that if it wasn't for her leadership in the Corps of Discovery, that the Corps of Discovery would have failed. Simple as that. So for that reason, my first face on Mount Rushmore for my women's history Mount Rushmore is definitely Sacagawea. <laughs>